Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Another lovely day in Sydney as the summer down under rolls on. Welcome to TC Live, our 30-minute pregame show to get you ready for all the action tonight as we are less than 10 days from the year's first major. Here's what's coming up on the show. A day of upsets in Sydney. Jesse Pagula powers the U.S. to an early lead against Poland while Martina Trevisan socks it to Greece for an Italian shocker. Plus, tonight's men's semifinal in Adelaide has the makings of a major final. Our experts tell you who has the edge between Novak Djokovic and Daniil Medvedev. And yesterday, we told you about Ash Barty's new role as a mentor. Today, we'll fill you in on another new title the reigning Aussie Open champ is expecting to have. Our featured matches today on Tennis Channel beginning at the top of the hour. No need to worry about rain or anything. It's Taylor Fritz and Hubie Hercotch and Rosewall Arena in Sydney. Plus, Coco Golf. now just two wins away from her first title of the year. Sebi Korda making the semifinals today. And a blockbuster in Adelaide, of course, between Djokovic and Medvedev. Welcome in to our studios in Santa Monica, California. It is great to have you with us. Steve Weissman, Prakash Amitraj, Chanda Rubin. We got to begin the show, though, with some breaking news and some tough news for world number one Carlos Alcaraz, who announced about an hour ago that he will miss the Australian Open with a leg injury. Carlito said he picked up that injury in preseason. It's a muscle injury in his hamstring. And Chanda, he is out from the year's first major. What's your reaction? This is terrible news. This is the exact news that you don't want so close to a major. The start of the year, he had such a terrific 2022, the second half lifted a U.S. Open uh, title and trophy, got to number one in the world. I mean, he has just been blockbuster, and it's been fun to watch his aggressive style of play. We're hoping to really see how he would do uh, in Australia and on those courts. I think they would suit him very well, but certainly uh, health comes first. He's got to get that right. You know, I think if the ab injury that he had towards the end of the year, if that's healed and and this one isn't as long of a process to get to 100%, we'll see him sooner rather than later. So he's got to take care of that. He's just 19 years of age. And, you know, you got those extra healing abilities at 19 years of age. So I'm hoping it comes back sooner than later. But you just have to think back to what a, a superstar he turned into in such a short span of time. I mean, he went on that tear earlier in the year, won 500 after 500, and then won in Madrid. He beat Djokovic there. He beat Rafa in front of the King of Spain. I mean, it, it, was, it was straight out of a movie script. And he just captured the hearts of so many. You really couldn't find anyone that could say a bad word about him. He's such a class act on the court, competes as hard as humanly possible, and just, just announced himself as a megastar who we think is going to go along the lines of the Rafas, the Novaks, and Rogers, hopefully, but uh, a big blow. A big uh, certainly. Blow. Uh, we said our best, of course, to Carlitos. With him out, Rafa Nadal would be the number one seed at the Australian Open. Kasparud would be two. Stefano Tsitsipas is three, but he can actually get to that top seed depending on what he does at the United Cup. Speaking of which, 
Semifinals yesterday, the United States and Poland. Jesse Pagula, the U.S. captain. She lost to Iga Świątek four times last year. But leaders lead Chanda and Pagula absolutely dismantled the world number one. Yeah, Jesse Pagula, she came to play, and from the first ball, she was getting on top of Iga Sviantek, taking it early off returns, staying tight to the baseline, stepping in like on this return. She was going up the line, she was going cross court, and just had Sviantek on her heels trying to figure out what to do. It's not easy to shock the world number one, but Pagula did just that in the first set, and she kept it up. Wondered if her level would drop. Sviantek tried to kind of get in the match and do a couple of different things, some higher balls earlier in the first set. But in the second, she just could not withstand the barrage coming from the Bulu. This was an incredibly impressive performance. 21 winners for Jesse. More than 60% of the return points once set Sviantek to her worst loss in terms of games won in nearly two years. So the U.S. up one as Francis Tiafo takes the court against Casper Zhuk. Big Foe said, once I saw Jess play, I can't come out here BSing Prakash. And he wasn't talking Britney Spears. No, no, he, he certainly was. I would have to ask him if that's on his playlist once, but next time I see him. But look, he just looks so comfortable within himself. He's doing what he wants to do when he wants to do it. He's the one dictating play. I love that he's using all the different dynamic aspects of his game, using some field there, bringing his opponent in, returning serve from well inside the baseline. I love when he takes the initiative and finds his way to the net. He's got some of the best hands out there that just, again, plays off of his athletic ability. You've got to be able to put yourself in a position where your talent can come out. And he's finding the right combination of talent and hard work and determination. Big foe puts the U.S. up 2-0. Caught up with Jim Courier after. Francis, your necklace says Big Foe. That's your nickname. You got a big team behind you as well. Tell us about the team vibe. Are you the ringleader? Are you like the class clown? Where do you fit in with Team USA? I'm definitely the class clown. Um, I think I loosen everybody up. I think, I think everyone has fun around me. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I just get everyone to play their best tennis. I think, I think I'm a vital part of this team. Um, if you ask me, but no, everyone, everyone's great. Um, I'm really ha having a great time, and yeah, let's just keep going. Let's win this thing. He's the man. Taylor Fritz can close it out today with a win against Hubie Hercotch. If not, Madison Keys plays Magdalenette and then mixed doubles as well if necessary. Big Foe said he, he sent a text message to Jess the night before she played, said, hey, Jess, go believe it tomorrow. I back you against anyone in the world. Let's do the darn thing. All love. And it could not have gone any better for Team USA yesterday. What impressed you the most, Chanda? I mean, I was so impressed with Pagula's focus and how she came out ready, ready to go, ready to fire. I mean, there was no hesitation. There was no uncertainty. Obviously, they played a number of times before. They played four times last season alone. Um, so, you know, she's got she had an indication of, of what she needed to do. But it's a whole different thing to actually execute under pressure. But she was phenomenal. And the return, stepping in, the way she was able to get on top of those shots. I mean, that's a style that she can implement through the rest of this season. And that will take her far against a number of the other top players. I think this is a big sign, too. I mean, look, as you said, Chanda, very, very difficult to execute that kind of tennis against Iga. But it is possible. And it's not like she just squeezed out a win 7-6 in the third. I mean, she... 
she really took it to Iga and got in her head. I mean, Iga got really emotional at the end of it. And, you know, it's not something she's used to after the kind of year she's had. She's been so dominant on tour. She's not used to not just losing but going out in this fashion. So I think even the shots that we saw there, sort of a, a big deal for everyone else on the tour to see. And you can see just how well the chemistry of this team for the Americans yep. is right now. They're doing escape rooms on the day off, girls versus boys. The girls won. Go girls, said Jess. Yeah, and I, I don't doubt it. The guys I know, probably lost concentration, you know, giggling. I mean, Francis is the class clown, <laughs> making everyone laugh. I, I don't doubt it. Girls look more focused. They say know? Taylor Fritz is still salty about it. He's got to get over it and get past <laughs> Hubie Hercotch if they want to win today. Meantime, how about the other semifinal? Italy taking on Greece. Uh, it's only January 6th, but this was perhaps the match of the year. Maria Sakkari, Martina Trevisan, a three-hour, 15-minute battle channel. I mean, uh, you know, Trevi, as we call her, Steve, she comes to play in big matches. She has had success on the red clay. But here on these hard courts, she found her level using the forehand beautifully, got that first set. Sakkari would fight back in the second and get it in this tiebreak, just outlasting Trevisan, being a little more solid. But this was not and tuck throughout and Saki there getting the crowd behind her but in the third set Trevisan got a level of confidence in the big moments right there a huge forehand that sent a message to Sakri as well that she wasn't going to go away she would get the break and then boldly serve out the match and it is not easy for her to get easy points on her serve but she was so locked in Trevisan and into this moment when she handled it so beautifully a huge win for her and for her team we know she's great on clay but she had never taken a set off a top 20 player on another surface or beating a top 50 player. Let's hear from her. How did you manage to win this match? Oh my God, it's a great battle today. I'm, I'm really, really, really happy. Having my team and uh, Matteo and Vincenzo with me today was uh, incredible. They gave me a lot of energy, but in the same time, uh, quiet. And uh, it was amazing. I'm so happy. That should be like a new TikTok dance. <laughs> awesome stuff from Martina Trevisan. So Lorenzo Musetti looking to put the Italians up 2-0. Hasn't dropped a match at the United Cup for Koch. Had no trouble yesterday. He's he looked exceptional. Look, he, he's a class above his opponent in this particular case. His opponent just 18 years of old, 18 years of age, playing 630 in the world. Hasn't really played at this level consistently. And boy, did Musetti really make him feel it. I mean, he was on top of it start to finish. And one of the most spectacular shots I think we'll see from the United Cup coming up here on the backhand, just mm. up the line, Weissman. Absolutely as beautiful as it gets. Breadstick in the first set, and he's looking to serve up another carb here in the second set. Just really wasn't threatened, was able to be on the front foot the whole time, dictating what he wanted to. Never really had to get on the defensive. Gets the match point here. Opponent misses the forehand and a couple breads. Good stuff from Lucetti, gonna move into the top 20 on Monday. So Italy with a two-love lead on the verge of making the final. It's must-win time for Stefano Tsitsipas. Won't be easy against Matteo Berrettini. Could come down to the mixed doubles with Sakri and Tsitsipas as well. Remember, Italy lost its city final to Poland. I mean, they were the, the best of the rest to get in. So they weren't even guaranteed a spot. Now, just one match away from making the finals. 
How did Martina Trevisan get past Sacri on a surface outside of clay? No, it was incredible. I mean, Italy, they have been so solid from the start of the tournament, and that's why they are now in the position that they are in. But who knew Martina Trevisan was going to step up and just embrace the moment the way she did? Sometimes Sacri can get a little bit tight. She can, you know, feel that pressure. I think Sacri played well. It was just Trevisan lifting her level, raising her game. The forehand was huge in some critical moments. And that type of match, that can set you up for the rest of your season. They're still in it in this competition through the weekend, but look forward to her seeing her throughout the rest of the season. And you just can't underestimate the value of that team energy. Mm -hmm. You saw Trevisan after doing her little dance, going in and embracing the rest of her teammates. That's the kind of stuff that can push you up in matches where you may not normally come through. All of a sudden, you come through and Chanda, as you said, it can leak over the rest of the season. All right, we'll see what happens with Sitsipas and Berrettini. Looking forward to that one. A lot more still ahead here on TC Live as uh, we hit the, the tennis baby blotter, plus Coco Golf trolling Chris Eubanks on social media and rolling on the court. See what she did for the first time since last June. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Back on TC Live, Tennis Channel once again, your home for extensive coverage of the year's first major. TC Live at the Australian Open begins Sunday, January 15th at 5 o'clock Eastern, your only two-hour pregame show. Chanda will join us from Melbourne. We've got myself, Prakash, Hall of Famer Lindsey Davenport, John Wertheim, all the highlights, interviews, big stories, and more from Melbourne. Cannot wait for that. Have you all done uh, escape rooms before, either of you? I haven't. No. Once. 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 Did you make it out? Uh, we did, but it was touch and go there for a minute. <laughs> uh, I, let's just say I was not the MVP of our group. Okay. <laughs> let's just say that. I feel like that, that's a, we should do that for like a team building exercise. I, 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 I'd love it. I'm in. All right. Yeah. We'll find one next time everyone's we, we in L.A. We need a couple more uh, of our group, right? I mean, three's not enough, right? No. We need, we'll include, yeah. Bring them all in. I think Anacone would be great. We need to do one in Paris then. Okay. Right. Do, do oh, they have them there? I don't know. All right. We'll find one. out. We've got some time. We'll figure, we'll figure this out. We're doing an escape room. We'll put it on, you know, the Twitter and everything. Uh, Coco Golf, she's in Auckland. It was raining there. Once again, they had to play inside. She doesn't matter whether it's inside or outside. Jenny. She's been playing so well started this year. Yeah, she was confident coming into this one and, you know, getting used to the speed of these indoor courts. You could see that extra match under Goff's belt. I think it allowed her to hit out even more. The backhand was firing and she had so many opportunities to dictate in the middle of these rallies. Had a number of break opportunities. Finally capitalized towards the latter stage of the first set. And I think that allowed Golf to swing out even more freely. Number of these baseline rallies and that is to Golf's advantage. Ju was impressive, the way she battled back and you know, kept fighting in some of her service games. But in the end, the firepower from golf, the athleticism, all-court tennis, all of that came into play, and she got through in straight sets. Eight more aces, won 90% of the points on her first serve, didn't face a break point. Coco, her semifinal since Berlin last June. Meantime, Canadian Leila Fernandez taking on qualifier Isaline Bonaventure. The Belgian was 0 for 4 in WTA quarterfinals coming in, but it is a new year. 
It certainly is. She had a couple of nice wins coming into this. Took out Katie McNally and Rebecca Marino, both in three sets. But she didn't need three sets today. Looked really comfortable and moving around the court really well. Spectacular get there on the backhand side. Really good use of that right hand to be able to flick the ball cross court and get the angle. Kept her aggression up here and was moving Layla around the court. Layla didn't seem to be able to turn that defense into offense, which she did so well when she made the final of the U.S. Open a couple of years ago. And then Tonga McTurry able to get that second break. Never really was nervy either. Able to close it out in straight sets after those two three-setters. Very well done. For four times in the match, takes out the three seed, will face fellow qualifier Rebecca Masarova in the final four. Coco going to play Danka Kovinich, who had 31 winners to just nine unforced errors against Victoria Kuzmova. Well, we have some sad news to pass along here on TC Live. Hall of Famer Dick Savitt passed away today. Savitt won the 1951 Australian Open and Wimbledon, one of just four American men to win both titles in the same year. He was a self-taught champion who was a major contributor to a wide range of tennis-related causes, including the Israel Tennis and Education Centers. He was also a mentor to greats like Arthur Ashe and Vitas Gerolaitis. Dick Savitt was 95 years old. Chanda Prakash, Steve, back on TC Live. There is Taylor Fritz and his coach, Michael Russell, getting ready to go. Top of the hour against Hubie Hercotch. What do you think of those guns, Prakash? Well, listen, I think Coach Mikey Russell approves. And if Coach Mikey Russell approves, then you know that it's, it's top level. But the kid's looking good. Looking good. Ready for a bigger 23 than 22? What do you think, Steve? I think so. I think so. Pounding the iced coffee. You know, getting caffeinated. Getting ready to uh, clinch it for the U.S. <laughs> uh, Prakash, yesterday on TC Live, you said for Seb Korda to reach the next level, he's got to start beating the Yannick Sinners of the world. I think Sebi was listening. Uh, I think this is a great, great start to the year. I mean, look, when you're playing a guy like Sinner, the last thing you want to do is get on the defensive for as well as he hits the ball. And Sebi played really off the front foot today. And something we see here, he's got really good technique on both the forehand and backhand volley side. Nice short compact swing on that half volley, firm backhand volley there. And again, after taking the first set here, Sinner trying to fight back, find a little bit of rhythm here. And note, Sinner did take a medical timeout after that first set. Nothing major. Was able to continue on. Looked like he was stretching out his back. But uh, found some good movement here in the second set. A little bit too late. 5-1 in the second. And closed it out nicely with some movement here. Dips it down at Sinner's feet. Tracks down the next ball. Some really good all-court tennis. I'd love to see him use all of that this year. Broke center five times. Quarter 11-3 since October. Good things coming for him into the semifinals. Novak Djokovic looking to extend his winning streak in Australia to 32 matches in a row. He loves it there. And eight straight over Denis Shapovalov. Look, it's impressive to me because Dennis is the kind of guy who he can figure things out. And, you know, when you get a few wins over him, he starts to use a few more weapons. But Djokovic not giving him a sniff here. Stayed ahead all the way through in that first set. And just look laser focused. It seems as this event is carrying on, he's just, as he does, improving and improving, covering the court like crazy. I mean, that shot coming from outside the doubles alley all the way in. And even when he hits shots like that, it never quite looks like he's going to miss. He's got such great margin on all of his shots, really on the ball here on the return. First step off his sprint, working really well for him. And when he's moving well, striking well, not much you can do. Pretty clinical 6-3, 6-4 victory today. 
Novak has not lost in Australia in nearly five years. He's won 73 of his last 76 matches there. That is pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, up next, though, Daniil Medvedev. 13th meeting between those two major champions. Seth Korda has Yoshi Nishioka in the semifinals. They're on the bottom half. As for the ladies, Arena Sabalenka hasn't dropped a set all week, but it has not been easy, Chanda. Uh, she would have to dig deep once again to get past Marketa Vondrasova. Yeah, it was impressive the way Sabalenka just made a couple of adjustments, gave herself a little more space to work with on some of those shots, those, the backhand return and the forehand. That is always the big weapon. She's using it there to control the middle of the court, and that's when you know Sabalenka's feeling it, that she's confident and she's hitting the ball so cleanly. That first set was important allowed Sabalenka to get the edge. The second set would be a little more of a battle. Vondrosova, the lefty, can swing the serve out wide. She can really get opponents off, opponents off balance, but Sabalenka just was undeterred. Backhand again, doing the damage, and on serve, was able to close it out here pretty cleanly. Two sets, like when it's that kind of straightforward victory. 38 winners for Sabalenka. She'll face Arena Camilia Begu in the semis. Romanian got her eighth top ten win over Veronica Kudermitova. How about the 18-year-old Linda Nuskova? Saved a match point to take out Victoria Azarenka. Said, I just came here for qualities. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, she gets all Jabir next. World number two came back from 4-1 down to win in straights over Marta Kostyuk. What is trending on social media? Let's find out. Rafa Nadal already in Melbourne getting ready to defend his Australian Open title. Had a practice session with Felix Oje Aliassim there on Rod Laver. Looking good, Prakash. Yeah, I just love seeing this guy, especially when a couple people start doubting him. Oh, he's looking older. He's going to retire soon. I just get so excited to see what he's going to do because, I mean, have we have we ever seen seen a fighting spirit like this? So I think when the chips are not all completely in his favor, that's when I get most excited to watch Rafa. And Rafa, when he wasn't practicing in his downtime, doing a little sightseeing, and guess what? He's got, he's got baby Rafa with him, Chanda. Uh, some, some photos of, of Rafa and his new son there. What do you think of the doting dad? I love it. Protecting the head, yep. hand behind the neck. It's the first thing you learn. He is a quick study, Nadal is, on and off the court. These are sweet. Love Ch these. Chanda, you have multiple babies. <laughs> is he using the right grip there? Like Western, Eastern? You know is what? he cradling the head right? As long as you got it protected, Prakash, that's the main thing. That's all that matters. We don't nitpick when dad are doing their thing. Okay. <laughs> I know that's you know, semi-Western. I don't know what the right protocol is. Just don't drop them. Just don't drop them. That's em. number okay. one. <laughs> uh, Ash Barty going to be in Melbourne this year as a doubles player, but it's not what you think because take a look at this. The retired reigning champ announced on Instagram she's pregnant and expecting a baby. How about that, Shanda? It is going to definitely be an, an adventure. <laughs> Baby, I'm so happy for Ash Barty. She got married. Now we'll have their first child. So many milestone events happening. And, you know, it just keeps coming. So we're I'm excited. And I'm sure the tennis world, everybody is going to be so excited uh, for her. Well, Weissman, if you look at my Explorer page on Instagram, it's largely puppies and babies playing with each other. So this, for me, is like is like, is like a 15 out of 10. This makes me so happy. And babies going to have a big sister. Okay. I, un I understand the puppies thing. Why the babies? Well, it's just the cutest thing. You know what? Let's, let's not get to more <laughs> topic here now. <laughs> We're going a little crazy here. Just saying. All right. Leading up to the top of the hour. Oh, well, smiles from Fritz and Foe.
Championship Saturday. You don't want to miss it. TC Live a little later, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. The United Cup Final gets underway tomorrow, 9 o'clock Eastern. Can't wait for that. Plus, we got finals in Auckland, Adelaide for the men and the women. Encore coverage all day long as here they come. Team Poland led by Agar Advanska. Back after this. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's a maiden WTA singles title for the Puerto Rican number one. WTA titles are cool, but I think the Olympics was my top goal. And when I won the Olympics, I was like, wow. Stay happy, stay healthy. Bye. The Golden Girl, Monica Puig, joining us in studio all next week to call matches, be an analyst on TC Live, much more. Monica recently shot a new series of Destination Tennis for us, was featured on My Tennis Life when she played on tour. We are looking to welcoming Monica to the TC Live fam next week when we've got you covered from Adelaide, Auckland, and more. Hot shot of the day. Gotta go to Francis Tiafoe. He, he used an all that dynamic range in his game. Attacks the net. Backspin a drop volley. Not quite good enough. Am I going to get tucked No. Hands too quick. And then give him a little Hogan vibe. Waiting for the crowd to get involved here. He's only missing the hand up to the ear. Looks at the team. Looks at the crowd. Come on, guys. Give me some. Give We're me some. I love Taylor's reaction to this. <laughs> The, the no reaction reaction is spectacular. It is. No, that's, that's so good. He, I mean, so good. the man's an entertainer. He knows how to do it. Fritz Hercotch coming up momentarily. Taylor, of course, can clinch it for Team USA. Madison Keys and Magdalenette will play either way. There's ranking points. There's money at stake there at the United Cup. Coco Golf, the top seed. Semi-final against Donka Kovinic, Sharina Sabalenka, I.C. Begu, Korda in action, and of course, in Adelaide, Novak Djokovic, Daniil Medvedev, 13th meeting between those two. A lot to break down before we head out to Sydney for Taylor Fritz, Hubie Hercotch. Let's start with Coco Goff, Donka Kovinic. What does Coco need to do to get through today? Because it might be played outside today. She's won her last two matches inside. I mean, you know, it's always a little bit of a change when you've been playing inside, a completely different kind of speed and, and surface to a certain extent, uh, and you switch outside. But it's going to be outside tournaments coming up, so I think both players would prefer that. I think for golf, she's got to continue to play, you know, the really dominant, high-energy uh, type of tennis she's been playing. The serve has been big. She's been getting a lot of first serves in and has been very effective behind the first serve. So so if they do go outside, I think that shot will be even more important. And the backhand has been on mm. point. Of course, that's her favorite shot, but she's been defending her forehand pretty nicely. Um, I think with Kovinic, she can create just a little bit of variety, but she's solid from the ground. So golf has just got to play her brand of aggressive tennis, use all court. For Novak Djokovic, eight and four head-to-head -head against Daniil Medvedev. They had that three-set battle at the Nito final. You were there in turn. Six you got to, to witness that one. Who does this match mean more for at this point in the season? 
Uh, it could go both ways. I mean, look, Novak is really trying to establish himself because he, he's, he's not sure how much he's going to get to play. Rules are still up in the air. It doesn't look like he's going to be able to come to Indian Wells and Miami now. So he, he's got to make use of what he can in Australia. And, and rules are changing all the time. So he needs momentum going into trying to get his 10th. Medvedev, on the other hand, after that spectacular historic win over Djokovic in the 21 U.S. Open final, he's lost the next three. To Novak. So he still needs to establish himself as the top couple of guys who are going to go after this Australian Open title. And while he is, I think this is one heck of a way to make that statement. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, in terms of matchups, they've played so many times. I mean, they know what to expect, who's going to play better on the day, who's going to handle the moment just a little bit better, who's maybe in slightly better form. I think Djokovic, this match is maybe a little more important. I feel he's been building every match this week. He hadn't been in Australia in, you know, a couple of years. All of things surrounding um, him being back. I just think him settling in even more, playing a high level, level of tennis, I think that's going to be maybe more important to him. Quick trivia question. Who's the last player to beat Novak Djokovic in Australia? 2018 Australian Open is the first hint. Can you give me a round? Would it have been Medvedev? No. Young Chung. That is wild. That was nice. I read that and I was like, and where yeah. Young Chung is now? Uh, incredible stuff. Yeah. Well, behind us, you can see Taylor Fritz and Hubie Hercotch. The coin flip getting ready to go. A lot of pressure on Hercotch. He must win to keep Team Poland alive right now in the United Cup semifinals. But Taylor Fritz, win, and the U.S. is off to the final. For Chanda Rubin, Prakash Amitraj, and our entire team, I'm Steve Weissman. Thanks for watching TC Live. Chanda and Jason Goodall have the call of this one next.